0: You're listening to the Derms and Conditions podcast. Here we are for another episode of Derms and Conditions, and you are in for an absolute treat today. I have with me Dr. Deanna Glazer, okay? her daughter, Catherine Glazer, and her other daughter, Ella Glazer. And we're going to be talking about all in the family, take you on a journey as to how this family developed three female dermatologists and how this all came about. So Deanna Glazer, who I'm sure most of you, if not all of you know, from educating and at meetings and doing a lot in both cosmetic and surgical dermatology and hyperhidrosis. She's been a leader in hyperhidrosis. She's from Kansas originally and meandered in in high school into Missouri and then did internal medicine at NYU and then dermatology at Cook County in Chicago and now has been for 29 years professor of dermatology at St. Louis University. So Deanna, it's great to talk to you today. It's thanks for being here.
1: Oh, it's such a pleasure to be here with you and with my two intelligent and lovely daughters. Right.
0: Angels, I'm sure. (laughs) Angels, I'm sure. So I have a question for you. Let's get right into this. All right. So did you have in your mind that you wanted one or both of your daughters to go into dermatology and sort of push them that way? Or did you just let it unfold naturally to what they wanted to do?
1: I think that I did not know that I that they wanted to do dermatology. And I don't think I pushed them. But I they may have a different answer to that question. I always try to encourage them to do what makes them happy and what they really like, because then, you know, it's not a job. It's, it's doing what you love. But they may they may say that I'm full of it and that I did push them.
0: Well, you have been at times full of it. I've seen you at the podium, but that's a different. That's a discussion for a different day. So have I. All right, we can call each other out on that. But when did you first find out? We'll start with Catherine. When did you first find out that Catherine was interested in becoming a dermatologist?
1: I think sometime in the end of medical school i mean you were still talking about pediatrics a little bit and some different things um and then she kind of landed into to dermatology but towards the end of medical school i would say
0: it's interesting so let me ask you a question were you like one of these hollywood celebrity moms that paid people to take her sat <laughs> exams or any, or were you just kind of hands off and let her do her own thing
1: I think her father maybe helped, kind of spur on the uh, the studying and, and doing very well, maybe more than I did. But no, they I, there's no payment. They they've got credentials <laughs> on their own. They're they're great great students. They were great students, and and they're great young physicians.
0: That's that's great to hear. So, Catherine. What brought you to dermatology and how did your mother being a dermatologist influence you well maybe it maybe it just didn't you know it was just in the background what you can what can you tell us about that
2: you know funny enough a lot of our family members are in medicine we've only got one dermatologist until until my sister and I. Um, and I would say I probably considered every other medical profession besides dermatology going into medical school, and the reason being the only experience I had was helping um, the office with my mom and her team convert all of their paper charts over to an EMR, and so I can say that left such a bitter taste in my (laughs) mouth that, that that's what I had assumed dermatology was, was just scribing and EMR and charting and I guess we're not that far off from that, but now I I certainly realize that's all medical professions. So I went into medical school thinking I was maybe going to do pediatrics, and I was one of those students that really liked everything I did, so I pretty much switched depending on the rotation and and the month of the year, and I really fell in love with more of the surgical specialties. Um, And towards the end of my school, I just realized there's very few fields where you get to combine all the surgical elements that I loved and also with the medical elements. And, and like many others, I chose dermatology for kind of those standard reasons. But funny enough, I really went into medical school not thinking at all that I would go into dermatology.
0: So that's interesting. I, I know you trained at the Cleveland Clinic in dermatology and then did a Mohs and surgical fellowship at UC Irvine. Correct. Is that correct. Yeah. Right. So are there ways that you think you're similar to your mother? or ways that you're like, no way, you know, I'm no way I want to uh, you know, particularly care for that aspect of I, I love her, but don't particularly care for that. You know, how, how has it influenced you in terms of who you are, if at all?
2: I think most people will say I'm a spitting image of my mom. And so not only do we look similar, but most will comment that we have very similar mannerisms. Even people who maybe just see me from the backside will you know, see or hear me speak and they think that I'm my mom. So she's been such an influence without really trying to be because we watched her growing up, love her job and have such a connection with the Durham community that unlike the other people in my family, I really feel that her job um, was a lot of her life, but in a good way, not not in the sense that it took over and she didn't get to be a part of our lives, but that she really enjoyed what we What she did and, you know, a lot of our vacations stemmed around dermatology meetings. And so I really grew up in many ways aspiring to be like her, but also having some of that imposter syndrome that many have that I wanted to make sure that people didn't just know me as um, the daughter of a dermatologist. And so I think many people who have derms in the family um, can understand that.
0: So Catherine, let me ask you about your sister, right? When when did you find out that your sister was interested in dermatology?
2: I think similarly, she probably went into medical school, and she can answer better, but I don't think she, she went into medical school thinking she would be a dermatologist, although I can tell you she much more personified what I thought of as a dermatologist even in school. Um, she would sometimes joke about the clothing that I would wear, like, dermatologists don't wear that. And clearly that's my surgery side of me who would much prefer to be in scrubs. But I think throughout medical school, I could see um, she was always at the top of her class and she really would excel at anything that she liked. But I knew that she liked it throughout her schooling, um, probably around the same time that I did.
0: So getting back to your mother, was your, your mother's kind of Fun to hang out with as a friend? Would you consider your mother, well, she had to be a mother and she had to be a mother rather than be a friend, certain times, depending on what was going on? You're you're her daughter. But was she fun to hang out with? Can you give me an example of something you did together that was really a lot of fun that took you by surprise?
2: My mom, I always say, was much cooler than I was growing up. Um, My friends always wanted to come over to our house, both boys and girls. Um, our house was the fun house. My parents were always knew how to host a good event. Um, and you can see that at meetings for those who know her. But she really was the cool mom, even though she wasn't necessarily at every single, you know, sports game or lunch or different school events. But when she was around, people really gravitated towards her. And I'll never forget my graduation party where um, <laughs> we all had a lot of fun with, we'll say some some non-alcoholic drinking games, um, where she, she did much better than one would think a mom should do.
0: <laughs> so Deanna, do you have any comments on that? Do you know, you know, were you trying to be the fun mom or was it just something that came naturally? Cause I would see it as a natural Deanna Glaser myself, but I wasn't there.
1: Yeah, I don't think I ever tried to be the cool mom. I just try to be myself and enjoy and myself and and I really love just watching my children be themselves and see how they were growing and, and making friends. So um, no, it, it just comes naturally. We just we have a great time together.
0: I bet you I know why some of the boys wanted to come over. <laughs> right.
1: It wasn't same, for me. Well, I don't know. <laughs> it was the
0: same way that when I was in junior high school, I always wanted to go to my friend Jay's house because I had a crush on his mother, right? who's in her 90s and still alive. So there's still a chance, but you you know is. that you know, I'm taken and, and happy to be. So now let's move to the Angelic Ella Glazer, who is a third year resident at the University of Miami. So different location. Okay, went went on a different path than your sister. Your sister went up to Cleveland in the cold and you're down in Miami with the beach and the sun. You're getting to see a lot of that, Ella?
3: I see too much of it. I think I need to be studying a little bit more and not going to the beach as much. Oh,
0: sound like a, sound like apples don't fall far from trees. I understand <laughs> that. that's what your mother was like when she was a resident. But anyway, <laughs> um, so what kind of influence did... Your mother have as a dermatologist um, or just even personally or maybe, maybe even some of the other dermatologists you met uh, through her work or friends that you got to see and get associated with or maybe met at meetings, right? I'd like to hear that I had some influence, but I'm not hearing that so far. So, you know, but but, you know, what type of influence did your mom and that surroundings of dermatologists have on you?
3: Yeah, let's stop talking about my mom. Let's just talk about the influence Dr. Del Rosso had on me. Oh, geez. (laughs) I say, when I grew up, I always felt like my mom was like a celebrity. Like, I remember my teacher saying, oh, I saw your mom last week. She was so nice. Your mom was on the news last night. You must be so proud of her. And I would say, oh, she was? So to me there was like this celebrity figure that I didn't quite understand, but it seemed like everyone else around me thought of her so highly and that when she would see patients in the grocery store they'd come up and think her and I would just kinda have this puzzled thought and look about me.
0: So did you like hearing that or did it annoy you or was it just a neutral feeling about it?
3: I liked it. I I was envious of it, I guess. I wanted to have that oh. experience.
0: A little bit of envy. Yeah,
3: huh? well, you can um, remember, we all went to China when I was probably 12 and Catherine was 15. And if anyone's ever been to China, when you're there, they're always taking pictures of you, especially people from the rural communities. It's the first time they've ever seen some of our skin color. And they are taking pictures of my sister and I, and I just loved it. I was ready to sign autographs. Oh. Catherine was so uncomfortable.
0: So like I said, Apple's the... <laughs> Don't fall far from trees. Your mother doesn't mind the spotlight either, you yeah. know, she, and she's great at it. She so, is good at it. So let's ask you a question about your sister. Mm-hmm. You, your sister, get along good. We personally? get along great.
3: You can ask. She just asked me to be her maid of honor, in her wow. wedding a couple of days wow. ago. Wow.
0: I'm still so pondering my answer. Still, <laughs> so you, you, you're not giving away the ranch that quickly. So is there? Is there anything? Let's get into this a little bit. You know, obviously you get along good and love your mom and your sister and respect them. What is something about Catherine that just kind of bugs you a little bit?
3: I think Catherine and I have always been very competitive. And I don't know if it was just me feeling that way because I was a younger sister and she was better at everything than me. Better at tennis, better at piano, because she was older than me.
0: Sounds, um, like she was ner- sounds like she was nerdier than you.
3: That's, that's definitely true. Okay, that she I mean, still is nerdier I than me. That's she not it. Used no to.
0: <laughs> so, so what about your mom? Anything, you know, everybody looks at your mom and loves your mom, but, you know, you're there behind the scenes to see the other sides, mm-hmm. the other sides of Deanna Glazer. Is there anything about your mom that just kind of bugs you?
3: Um, well, I love my mom. I can't say there's one thing that kills me. I think one thing people don't know about her is that she's more disorganized than we realize.
0: She's disorganized?
3: I mean, who was the last one to join the podcast You showed up 20 minutes late?
0: Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> she, that's because she's so busy. She was probably she doing some much, celebrity yeah. interview or something <laughs> like that. So let's, let's move a little bit further. What What are your interests in dermatology? You're the youngest one. Mm-hmm. You're... You know, three years behind your sister, but there are certainly different mindsets that come with, you know, that we see in dermatologists, you know, that I've seen come along. What, when you look at dermatology, what do you like about the way it exists? What do you look at that you say, oh, gee, I want to do this just like my mom or other colleagues do versus, you know, this is something I'd really like to change in dermatology. I, I don't like the way it exists right now. Is there anything? What I like
3: most about dermatology is that patients care so much. When I was doing my internal medicine residency, my intern year, it seemed like if they had diabetes, it wasn't the first thing that crosses their mind. But if they wake up with seborrheic dermatitis on their face every day, it's going to be the first thing they see. And so I love how motivated patients are that you really are this last resort and they're so desperate for help and you feel like you can really help people in dermatology because they care so
0: much. So do you lean more to the medical dermatology side, the surgical side, um, pediatrics?
3: I lean a little bit more towards the medical side, not surgical, not pediatrics.
0: Well it sounds to me like you and your sister could work in the same office and cover dermatology the spectrum of dermatology assuming that you'd both agree on how to split the money you think you could have <laughs> you think you, you could have a good sibling relationship on running a business together
3: I think maybe you never know until you try
0: Is I think she'd be my boss she she'd end up being I'm getting that <laughs> I'm getting that feeling, too, based on the demeanor of both. So, Deanna, why don't you kick back in here and give some of your observations about what Catherine and Ella have said?
1: Well, you know, I'm, I'm glad that they both sort of found dermatology on their own terms and that they're doing what they like, Catherine with surgery and Ella maybe a little bit more on the medical side. And wouldn't it be a hoot if all three of us worked together at some point? Now, that would be fun. Um, so I think that, um, you know, my advice to other dermatologists, if you want your kids to go into dermatology is don't push too hard that that makes them push back let them find it on their own and let them be happy but these are really smart women and I'm really proud of them
0: you know I, I'm just getting to know them and I'm proud of them too I've met Catherine before at meetings and stuff and she always has a smile and to me a smile goes a long way and that, that's one of the things that you've always brought to the table right um ella i hope to get to know better and and we'll see you at meetings for sure you're going to be graduating after your third year It'd be interesting to see what have you thought about what you want to do do you know what you're going, going to do
3: no i'm not quite sure yet
0: well you have time to figure it out you're not going to be one of these kids that oh i'm going to backpack through europe to a couple of years after i finish and then you know I don't know whether, you know, how I'm going to live, but you're not one of those. Well, it's I didn't pretty... know
3: that was an option. That sounds pretty nice. Well, I,
0: I might have ruined this for you, Deanna. You know, you know might have ruined well, this.
3: Like I said, Dr. Del Rosa has more of an impact on me than anyone <laughs> realizes.
0: I'm so happy I could bring so much to the table, right? So I'm going to ask each of you to give parting words, but I'm also going to ask you to tell us what, what's the one thing you like to do outside of dermatology? So we'll start with you, Catherine.
2: Yeah, I guess my parting words would be, um, be yourself and own who you are. I think it goes a long way. Just as you said, I'm still early in my career and trying to figure out where and who I fit in best with, but I think life continues to take you where you're supposed to go if you're just honest with who you are and what you like or what you don't like. Um, and speaking of that, what I like outside of dermatology, I love to be outside. So whether it's just going on walks or hikes or playing tennis, I've spent a lot of time um, this year playing golf with my dad. And I always look forward to that part of um, actually our dermatology meetings, especially the winter clinical meeting. It's so nice for us to get to have time to golf together. Um, but yeah, many passions outside of dermatology, mostly active.
0: Well, as long as Dr. Regal is around, there'll always be golf at the fall and winter clinical dermatology meetings. That's a big passion of his. So Ella, what about you? Any any parting words and then what your interest is?
3: Yeah, I feel like being the youngest of a derm family, it's easy to feel like you're in the shadows of someone else. And I think you just have to recognize that, that That's a thought. It doesn't have to be that way. It's not a reality. And so to keep that aware that you don't have to be in someone else's shadows. Um, And as far as what I like to do outside, I think I'm more of an indoor cat than Catherine. I enjoy shopping and watching my reality TV shows. Every Housewife franchise, I don't discriminate.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So it's interesting what you said is that you don't have to be in the shadows. A lot of... the the problems or challenges we create for ourselves in our own head. So sometimes being in our own heads is the most dangerous place and you got to step back from that. I think that was a, a great observation. Not that you didn't have any great observations. Kevin. <laughs> that's like when, when, you, when somebody asks a question at a lecture and you go, that's a very good question. It's a really good question. The three people before that you didn't say that must be thinking, boy, they really thought my question stunk, right? So Deanna, let's, let's go to you, the final parting words and what do you like? Like to do
1: so i really enjoy being with my family um, in all kinds of ways we like to cook together we like to go on vacations traveling is a huge part of our family and we're heading to uh mexico uh in another couple of weeks but i you know i think they both summed it up be yourself be who you are be true to yourself um, make time for the things that you like outside of work. And even though, you know, they both mentioned that I worked a lot and I did, but we always had dinner together. Every single night we had dinner together. Sometimes that was at eight o'clock, eight 30 at night, but it was important that as a family, we had dinner together and had time to come together. And I think building that strong foundation will help us through the next part of our, the next phase of our family. I mean, you know, it's exciting. And we also should give a shout out to, to Dr. David Glazer, who's had a big impact on all of us uh, as my husband and as their father and a strong member of the family.
0: He's a great guy. He, yeah, he's a, he, your your husband's a great guy. I always and I always enjoy seeing him. So let me ask you a question, though. I have a part. Oh, of
1: can the I ask one question too?
0: <laughs> sure, go ahead.
1: I just want to know, like, would. I know you sort of have a shoe thing, right? A little yep. bit. You like your
0: shoes. Not a, I like to buy shoes. Right?
1: <laughs> you have a shoe thing, Not like
0: right? that guy in Something About Mary at the end. <laughs> you know, not that one.
1: <laughs> So do you ever see yourself maybe just slumming in a pair of Keds?
0: Well, I have a pair of Keds. Oh, yeah. I haven't you know, seen I have, them. You don't, you, I have so many pairs of shoes, you probably won't see most of them. <laughs> right. But I love Keds. I love seeing the reemergence of Keds. I was just trying to remember what movie brought Keds back. Somebody wore Keds in a movie and it brought them back. I'm, I can't remember quite what it was, but yeah, Keds are great. Right.
1: Uh, all right. I want to, I want to see a pair of your Keds at maybe the next meeting.
0: But I really like my Gucci sneakers better than, than the Keds, but the Keds are, Keds are great. Keds, She'll bring are the, the kids
2: and you bring right. the kids
0: right? So yes, exactly. So here's the question. Now that Catherine's out there making money, are you paying for her, you and, you and her dad paying for a trip to Mexico or is she footing the bill for herself?
1: You don't have to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't have any part of that planning. So I, I'm not a hundred percent sure.
0: Well, I, I know it would happen in my family. I would be depleting some of the checkbook and happy to do it. Thanks to the three of you. This was great. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you at an upcoming meeting. And I'm always available 24-7. You can text me or call me. Just want to have fun or have a good conversation or get some advice on shoes shopping. I'm I'm always available. (laughs) Thanks a lot. Thanks, Deanna. Thanks, Catherine. And thanks, Ella, for participating today.
1: Thank you, Jim. It's really, you've
2: made this a lot of fun.
0: Got to have fun. You got to have yes. fun.
2: Yeah. Yes. Thank you so much for having us. We can't wait to see you in person soon. Yeah. Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Derms and Conditions. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at podcastfred.health. At and most importantly, if you like this episode, subscribe to the Derms and Conditions Podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows. Thanks for joining us.